All righty. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Monday, September 6th edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. I'm joined by Big Marcel. And he's just having a little bit of uh, connection issues getting on here, guys. So he'll be on in a second. But I see Tristan's in the chat. What's going on, man? How's it going, guys? Yeah. No, so we'll be here for a little bit. It's, it is Labor Day today, guys. So I'm sure a lot of people are taking the day off and totally understand that and hope you guys are enjoying your day off. But uh, no day off for me. And for Marcel, he wants to do the podcast too. Like I said, kind of having some uh, issues with his audio, but hopefully he can jump back on uh, a few minutes or something like that. But we will be recapping UFC Vegas 36, Brunson Till, which turned out to be a pretty interesting card, I guess you could say. Um, some upsets on that card, obviously. And there was some other MMA that went on this weekend. I'll, I'll try to get Marcel's opinion on some of the stuff. Like one championship had some stuff happening there, kind of sketchy. Um, also, Danway's contender series from last week. We didn't get a chance really to recap that. So we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, let's see. Marcel, are you there? Yeah, you. There you are. There he is. Hey, Tristan, what's up, man? So Marcel's here. Tristan's here. You can hear me, Marcel? You're good? I, 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 can't, hear, I can't hear you. You can't or you can? No, I can't hear you. You do very – you're just like a robot to me. Really? You're just like a robot can to me. Can you hear me now? You can hear me. Yeah, yeah. You can hear me now? Still a robot. Uh, Tristan, can you let me know if you hear me or not? Because uh, this is really bizarre to me. I, I can hear what people can say. Tristan says he hears it. People can say here in the chat. Who do you hear? Do you hear? You can hear us. I'm pretty sure it's on your end, man. I'm pretty sure it's on your end. It's not a big deal. Let's just try to make our way through the podcast, okay? We'll try our best today. I really don't hear you. All right, let's start with let's start with the main event, Marcel. Are you there? I hope you can hear me. I'm gonna. Marcel, I don't know what to say. You have it's not my, I, I don't know what to say. I, I'm talking. Tristan hears hears us. He's in the chat. You can talk all you want. I don't hear you. Uh, I, anyways, this is a this is a little uh strange. I'm not sure what's going on with Marcel's end. Tristan, just let me know if you can it sounds like you can hear me. Um hopefully you guys can. This is really weird. Sorry about the uh, technical issues, guys. This is not obviously the way I wanted the podcast to start. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll try. I'll, I don't know. Can you hear me, man? Tristan, just let me know if you can hear me. Because personally, I, I could have hear. I could hear Marcel. I could see you in the chat. You are in the chat, so just let me know. Okay, so he says he can hear me and, and Marcel. I'm just gonna go, Marcel. Uh, if Marcel joins, hopefully he does. If not, whatever. I'm gonna start with the main event. We'll just work our way down the card. Uh, Derek Brunson, Darren Till. Let's give give me thoughts on this card, on this fight, I should say. Um. Tristan, you gave me your thoughts on the fight too, man. I mean, it was an interesting fight. Uh, Derek Brunson, I think, really in that small cage, this this wrestling style plays well. Um, there's no doubt about it. Now, five straight wins, and a lot of them came in the UFC Apex. So it seems like this wrestling style really plays well in that small cage. The guys look phenomenal lately, man. You know, this is a guy that honestly I've counted out so many times in his career because he's been knocked out so many times because he's had some bad losses. But the guy keeps getting better at, at an older age, age 37. And he's still getting better in the sport. So it's pretty damn impressive, man, if you ask me. Um, so this win over Till obviously is huge for him. Getting the finish, too, is very, very big, in my opinion. I think it's really key. Um, I think that's massive for him in his career, man, personally. Is it going to get a title shot? I'm not too sure. Um, but, you know, I think he's definitely, you know, in the running, I guess you could say. it's. I think that the fight with Kennedy makes more sense, though, personally. Um, that's the fight I would do. You know, I, I think that 
yeah, you could give him a title shot, but we have seen him fight Izzy before. He got knocked out. Um, and, you know, Izzy and Robert Whitaker aren't fighting until, like, January probably, right? January, February. Um, so I'm not too sure, uh, you know, I, I think that he should take another fight. I think Kanye is the fight to make. Tristan thinks Derek has a real chance if he fights smart. Uh, I don't think Izzy can prevent him taking down. I know Darren does have a good takedown defense. In this fight, he was three for six, stopping the takedown. Um, you know, overall, it's still like in the high 70s, even after this fight getting taken down three times. So he definitely has solid takedown defense. There's no doubt about it. Um, but Derek Brunson's wrestling is very strong. So to me, it's like this was a big win for him. And this puts him really in a good spot in the division. You know, I think that the UFC wasn't totally sold on him. And they've been giving him some fights that, you know, he could lose, right? But he's been, he's been dominating these fights. I think getting a finish like this is big for him. You know, if he just went out there and, and won a decision again, like the Holland fight, I don't think that would have been, you know, what the UFC wanted to see. But getting a finish is very impressive, especially over a guy like Till, who's pretty tough to finish. I mean, I know he's been, you know, stopped a couple times now, but you look who he's been stopped by, Mazadol, Woodley, Brunson. I, I don't think those are really bad losses at all. Let's see if Marcel can – Marcel, are you there? All right, so. Oh, you can – does it work now? You can work – it works now? Just a bunch of fucking idiots here, man. They always uh, no are, worries. Um, Listen, so I just gave my I, thoughts. I, I, mean, I just I gave my thoughts. Huh? Did you hear me at all? I got, yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Give me your thoughts. Give me your thoughts on the main event, man. Till and Brunson. Oh man, I'm so fucking pissed now. Um, yeah, what, what the main event? Yeah, Brunson did great. Like I expected, man. Like I told you, I was. I, I thought he was going to do a decision, but he was. Uh, he stopped Till. Um, great performance, man. Like, like, yeah. like expected, like he did in the last few times. And he deserved a performance bonus, but the UFC probably only gives him a performance bonus when he loses, I guess. So, I don't know. Yeah, I they don't want to give him a bonus, it seems like. I don't even remember the last time he got one. Did he even get one for Shabazian? He might have, but I don't even know, man. It's like, I don't, I don't think he did. Yeah, he didn't. So, it's like, it's been a while since he's gotten one, and I feel like he probably deserved one for this performance. I feel like this is a card where you could have given more uh, bonuses. Also, uh, we got our boy Tristan in the chat. And this is the fight I like too. I like Brunson Cannon here, Marcel. And I'll tell you why. Because, you know, these guys, uh, the Whitaker, uh, sorry, not, they're not fighting until January now. I think that's way too long for Brunson to wait. And he's saying, like, oh, I'll fight Jake Paul in the meantime, or I'll take, you know, maybe Cannon here. But he's saying you have to pay me, basically. I think the issue should ante up. And I think that what they should do is book that as the co main event for the Adesanya Whitaker card. Then you do Brunson and Cannon here in the, in the co main. If someone gets hurt in the main event, you can elevate Cannon or Brunson to the main event. What do you think of that idea? You like it? Yeah, perfect. That's the way I should do it as well. Yeah, I agree. And now let's talk about Darren Till, man. I mean, on the flip side, you're he's only 28, Marcel, but still, he's lost four of his last five fights. And the Gaslam fight, some people thought he lost that. And the Thompson fight, I mean, almost everyone thought he lost that. He really could be on like a six-fight losing skate right now if he had different judges, which is pretty nuts because he's a pretty good fighter. I mean, I don't think he's great, obviously, but he's pretty good. And you know, I think they've matched him up really hard in his career. I'd like to see him get a step back. Um, and I think going back to 170 might be the might be the might decision, Marcel. What do you think, man? Because 185, he has no chance if he can't he can't beat a wrestler like once. He's got no chance to be a champion in this division, you know? Yeah, the problem is they probably rushed him way too, way too quick, man. He won the tried against Kurt Cowboy, remember? And then he won against Thompson at home, which was close, right? And then they gave him that really fight, and that really fight, and he got totally uh, derailed in that fight. He had no chance once he was fighting, I think. Um, 
it was crazy, you know. And after that, um, yeah, we know what happened, you know. And the Gatsman fight, I think he won that fight, but it was close. It was a split decision, I remember that. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's probably been rushed too quick. And the thing is, uh, when you're at the top, you only fight top fighters, you know. And you, you're going to lose, man, if, if you're not, uh, if, if you can't handle uh, certain stuff like takedowns, uh, wrestling, ground game. I'm definitely if you fight a guy like Brunson, you know, you may know his uh, his background for wrestling, so uh, he will fall back to that. And it's tough, you know. I don't know who they're going to match up till with next. I, I would like to see him fight Kevin Holland. I think that would be a great fight, but uh, hey, we'll see. But Kevin Holland has a fight against Marcus, so. Yeah, if he stays at 185, I think, you know, I saw uh, our boy Cole suggested Uriah Hall in his article. I think that's a good fight. Yeah. That's, a, that's a fight you could win. Hall's coming off a loss. But I still think that going to 170 might be the right call. I saw Bisping talking about that, and, and I think he's probably right. You know, um, he's competitive at 185, but I don't think he's got the strength and size to deal with these big guys like Brunson that can take him down. Whereas at 170, I think he has a better chance of stopping takedowns, even though, you know, I know it's a tough wake up for him and his chin kind of is not great at 170. We'll see what happens. But I, you know, I hate to say it because he's only 28 years old, and we've seen guys like Michael Bisping, like Charles Oliveira, like Rafael Sanders turn their careers around Marcel. But I got to be honest with you. I don't see a future champion in Darren Till. I don't think I ever really did, but I thought, you know, he'd be a, 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 a you know good fighter for a long time. I still think he's like, he's not elite. He's just below that level, but he needs to turn it around because, you know, getting finished in this kind of fashion is not good for him, you know? Honestly, Marcel, that first round, that was some nasty ground pound by Brunson. I thought the fight was going to be stopped at one point, you know? I 10-8. Nobody had 10-8. Oh, easily. How did no judge score that 10-8? That blows my mind. Clear 10-8. What else do you have to do to 10-8 a guy? Um, I know he didn't drop him, but he took him down, smashed his face in, um, tons of control, and doing things the whole time. It's not like he was just lane praying. He was smashing the guy's face. Totally a 10-8 round, in my opinion. All right, let's go to the co-main event, Marcel. And uh, our boy, Tom Aspinall, continues his rise, man. This guy is just phenomenal. Uh, another knockout win. 4-0 now in the UFC, Marcel. Just destroyed Sergey Spivak with a nasty elbow. First round finish. Uh, Marcel, I, you know, I'm saying I don't think Till's going to be a champion. Man, I, I think... Uh, Dom Aspinall is the guy from England right now that's going to be the champ. And Tristan, I see what you're saying, but I had to connect the dot back to Aspinall. I was kind of saying everyone's been pushing Till as like you know the next Michael Bisping, basically. I think it's Tom Aspinall. I think Tom Aspinall is the guy that could be a champion in the sport. Only 28 years old, Marcel gets better every fight. Super fast, super powerful. And Marcel, again, I tell both all the time, he subbed Arlovsky. That is such a huge win. Not only that he beat him, finished him, subbed him. And that, that's the win that showed me this guy's next, the next level of heavyweight. So I think that he's the next the guy from England to win the belt. What do you think? Yeah, but Arlovsky, it, it, it kind of sounds disrespectful, but he's actually the perfect gatekeeper right now to see if you belong at the top of the division, if you're going to go further than that, you know? And Espinal showed. And, man, Tom Espinal, or how I like to call him, Frankie Mir, um, he's like, uh, he, he pretty much looks like him, that's why. Um, I mean, he looked great again, you know? And uh, he, he stopped Pivak. It's what we pretty much expected that he would do. Um and uh, he called out Blagoy Ivanov, and I think that's a very smart call out. It's one step, uh, he's one uh, ranking above him, it's perfect. He doesn't have any time to rush, you know. He, he can, he can, how do you say it, slowly build himself to the top. And uh, I think it's perfect, man. Dude uh, seems like a really smart guy as well, I think. Uh, knows what he does. And uh, yeah, I really like Aspinov. I think he's a very, one of the brightest prospects in every division for sure, and definitely for Europe. 
Yeah, no, I like this kid. He's only 28, too, like I said. Guy's really good. And Tristan, he says that Spivak should not take the fight. I agree. It was a it's a fight that, you know, it's hard to turn down, I think, if you are Spivak, because you get a chance to fight the guy in the top 15. He was in shape for the fight. It's just it's a tough matchup. Now Spivak's only four and three in the UFC, Marcel. Like, you know, I I, I don't want to think of Spivak. Like, I think he's he's sure. a to me, he's a kind of a gatekeeper, but he's young, right? He's only I think he's 26. He can still get better. It's just I don't know, man. He doesn't seem to take damage well. Then second time he got knocked out in the first round, Marcel. I don't know. It, it sure seems like he doesn't have a great chin. Um, but if he fights a guy that he can wrestle, he can win. You know what I mean? So any thoughts on this guy? Yeah, I mean, wasn't uh, wasn't a good performance, you know. But uh, we, we saw in some fights that he looks good, you know. For example, yeah. the Jared Ray fight was amazing. But yeah. if you look back at his debut against Harris, he got absolutely destroyed in that fight. So it's like sometimes he looks good, sometimes he doesn't. Very inconsistent. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. There was a short notice fight, so don't want to put too much, uh, how do you say that, on that? Oh. You know, yeah, start on it. But, uh, I mean, Espinal is a good fighter, and we knew that. So, uh, yeah, yeah he's, he's showed it. He, I agree. He, I agree. It's just that when I look at his career, it's like he got completely destroyed by Aspinall, Harris, and, and Tibera beat him every round, too. So, to me, he's like he's just a below those guys. So he's like in that fifteen to twenty range in the division. And I like the uh, Aspinall Ivanov fight because Ivanov's never been knocked out, Marcel. He's never been finished by strikes. That's a very good fight to see if he, maybe Aspinall can knock that guy out. Hey Jose, what's up, man? He says good afternoon, and then he says Spivak took short notice fights against Harris Aspinall. Same happening. He's a warrior, but he needs to be careful in these situations. I agree, and he needs a team to protect him. You know, uh, he says Spivak in a full camp would have been a different fight. I agree, Tristan. I think you probably would have had a better gas tank and. Maybe, I don't know, it's just hard to say, like, if he gets hit again, you probably just get knocked out, right? So, I just think it's more of a case, I don't think it's, this fight, I just said, Spivak's not great. I think it just says Aspinall's really is a special guy, you know? I think he really is special. He's got the knockout power, he's got the submissions, I think he's good. Um, this next fight, Alex Morono, David Zawada, Marcel, uh, decision, close fight, but Morono, basically a little bit sharper, I think, in the striking. Uh, any any thoughts on this one? As we thought, I thought that was this should be part of the night. No disrespect. It was a pretty good fight. Um, I don't like both guys. Definitely, you know, took some damage. They walked forward, but I, you know, it, it was a close fight. It was competitive. I think that if anything, it should have been a Rosa and Jordan personally. But you know, this was a pretty good fight. Any thoughts on the fight though, and Morono getting the win? Yeah, it was a, it was a fun fight to watch. I think I think uh, Morono showed that he's very underrated in my opinion. A lot. I also showed that he's very gritty and he's he's not one and four in the UFC. Yeah, is actually, he get cut or no? Do you think they give him another fight? I hope they give him another fight because he's a lot better than his record shows, and I think he's been competitive in all of his fights. So yeah, yeah, I agree. And then just give me your thoughts on Morono. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, Morono, good good show again. I mean, again on short notice, didn't look good. Um, you know, I really like Morono, man. I think Morono is one of the underrated guys in the division. That's probably also to do with his losses to uh, Anthony Pettis and Chaos Williams, you know. But over and Jordan Mean, I remember that as well. But yeah. overall, he, he normally looks very good, you know. He's he's very solid and uh, he did very well on this one. Yeah, he's, he's nine and four down the UFC, and that's a good record. And then Davis Wall is one and four, right? But I yeah. think Zawad is better than his record shows. Jose says, according to Bisping, uh, tilt towards ACL 10 makes 4 I didn't know that, but that's that sucks. And I guess it kind of makes sense for his performance. Tristan says he's heartbroken when Zawada lost. I'm guessing, Tristan, you're, you're from Germany. So you got your boy Zawada. Who else is a German fighter right now? We got Stoltfist. I think he's German. Um, anyone else? Uh, is there anyone else? I know my boy. My boy. Uh, who who you say? Nicholas Stoltz? Stoltz and Stoltfist. That's another guy. And then I had my boy, uh, Pascal Kraus. He was my buddy. Uh, and I don't think he's in the UFC anymore. I mean, he's been retired, I think, for a few years now. 
But that guy had a fun career. Um, and I got to meet him once when he came to Toronto. I interviewed him in person. It was awesome. It was like 10 years ago. But, uh, you know, a guy I really like from Germany. Jose By the says, way, Mandy, Mandy Boom. Don't forget Mandy Boom. She Boom. makes her yes. Boom. Yes, next, next week. We'll talk about that fight. Uh, Spivak's potentially mauled Felipe and Tavisa. He, he did. Like I said, if he can wrestle you, he'll win. But guys like Aspel that can stop takedowns, you're in trouble. Yeah, we got Mandy Boom two more weeks. Um, okay, we got to talk about this fight because, I mean, it seems like there's controversy. For my end, there's no controversy. And I feel like it sucks kind of because, to me, this was just an absolutely brutal, nasty kick. And I think this guy should have won $50,000. We've never seen this kick end a fight before in the UFC. I'm talking about Khalil Roundtree finishing Modestus Piskowskis by uh, oblique kick, you want to call it, side kick to the knee, whatever you want to call it, stomp to the knee. I mean, listen, John Jones has made a career of doing this. He's never finished the fight, but he's hurt guys. He hurt Rampage. Rampage complained about it. People have complained about this, this kick in the past, but here's the thing. We've never seen a guy get like injured from this uh, technique until now, Marcel. So like, why is everyone like in a rush to ban this kick? Like, guys, there's already a lot of rules in the sport. If you go to the unified rules, there's 27 unified rules. Isn't that enough rules? Like, do we really need any more rules? Um, I think we're good. You know, we've already got rid of, you know, knees to the head of the opponent, uh, a, a bunch of other stuff over the years. I, I don't want, I don't think it's a good precedent to get rid of this kick because it's just, it's just so, it's too hard to police. Like you're kicking a guy's leg, you're kicking his thigh. Like you're going to hit the knee at one point. I understand people were saying the stomp to the knee might, it's just that particular stomp. I get it. But again, when have we seen a guy get injured until this fight from this technique? You know, I don't think, I think it's getting way overblown. Um, people forget that the sport is, is fucking brutal. They go in there and beat the shit out of each other. They punch each other in the head. They kick each other in the head. You're going to get kicked in the leg too. Guys, Chris Weidman broke his leg on a low kick. Um, you know, Conor McGregor broke his, his leg on, on, on a knee. You're going to get injured in this sport. I'm sorry that Modestus got hurt, but if you ask Modestus himself, he has no ill will towards Roundtree. He said it's a clean technique. I don't see the controversy. I actually am I'm bothered by it because Khalil, to me, is being called a dirty fighter. He did nothing dirty. Read the rules. There's nothing in the rules that says you can't do this kick. I'm sorry, Marcel. I got fired up this week, Marcel, just because Khalil, to me, you know, he needed this win. He got an amazing win. Brutal leg kick. One of the most brutal I've ever seen in the UFC. And people are calling him a dirty fighter and saying he's bad karma. I just, I don't agree with it. Give me your thoughts, Marcel. First of all, this is absolutely legal, but I fucking hate the kick, you know. But it's absolutely legal, you know, so... You can't blame Khalil for anything, you know. He, he pulled out a legal move, you know. So it's a legal move. It's a good win. Uh, even Modesto said, "No, no worries. It's a legal win." So, I mean, it's a legal win. You can't say anything about it. If you ask me personally, do I like this kick? No, I don't like it for the simple reason that you put somebody out of commission for ten months, maybe a year, and you can be out for like th this can be career-ending damage, in my opinion. You know, and then people will say, yeah, but you can also uh, give somebody CTE or you can break his nose or whatever. Yeah, that's true. You know, but this is really uh, how do you say it? this is a kick to injure somebody, in my opinion. You know, and I understand it's legal, so no disrespect to Khalil at all. I mean, perfect, uh, perfect uh, TKO, KO, and he deserved a 50k, in my opinion. But um, the thing is, for me. Actually, I talked of, uh, uh, earlier today on the Dutch podcast, uh, Gilbert Eiffel, former UFC fighter, talked about it. And he was like, um, this, in his opinion, this kick should be banned. He said, in no other sport than MMA, this kick is legal. He said, this is, can be career-ending. This is so dangerous, this kick. You know, If you hit somebody on the right, in the right way, so actually in the wrong way, but in the right way, you can absolutely damage the leg, and there is no way back sometimes, you know? That's so I can't agree with that. But on the other side, 
I side with you as well. It's legal, and as long as legal, you can do it, and you shouldn't be blaming the guy who did it because yeah. he put out a, a fully legal move, fully legal move. So, yeah, that that's I, I'm kind of fifty fifty on it. You know what I mean? That's fair. No, I, I totally understand what you're saying. It's just for me, it's like this is a brutal sport, guys. You know, when people get punched and kicked in the head, that's career changing too. That changes your brain forever. So I just think that you know. It's just because it looks visually bad, people just forget about what they do when they're getting hit in the head and what's going on underneath here, you know? I, I get what you guys are saying. It's just, you know, there's a lot of moves in MMA that are dangerous. Knee bars are dangerous. Heel hooks are dangerous. Uh, Jamal Emmer's a few weeks ago. Remember that? I get it. You can tap out to that ball. You know, you can, there's my, here's my uh, defense. You can check kicks, and Modestus didn't check one single kick in this fight. He just let Khalil kick him in the leg, and it was bound to happen. Anyways, uh, you know, Marcel, it's a, it's a, it is a slippery slope. I get both sides of it. Just for me, because it's a legal move, I don't think calling this guy a dirty fighter is fair at all. Anyways, I agree with that fully yeah. with you. That's yeah. sure. Let me get these comments. Hey, Owen, what's going on, man? He says, well, Patty, we'll talk about him in a second. Uh, versus the fellow Dr. Roberts through So you can ask you about Mondays. Love to see that. That'd be a great fight. Uh, Owen also says, I remember people talking about uh, Bang after Whitaker messed up till. Yeah, I mean, people have talked about Bang's kick for, for years. A lot longer than that, man. Um, you know, when John Jones used it against Rampage. That was like 10 years ago. Like, it's John Jones used it very well. John Jones is the greatest fighter of all time. Maybe other guys need to, you know, look in the rules and see what they can do that they can do legally. Maybe John Jones is just smarter, and maybe Khalil is just a smarter striker. You know, um, I get what you guys are saying. It's it could be career ending, but again, my argument is a lot of things then they could be career ending, and I, we've never seen a fighter get devastatingly injured from this kick until now. Um, but I feel bad for Modestus. I hope I hope they give him another shot in the UFC, but I don't know if it happens. He's one in three with a couple knockouts. What do you think? Do you give him more shot? Do you think they give him one more or no? It should have been two and two, you know. But yeah, yeah exactly. I, I know you will see. Looks yeah. at it, man. But yeah, I feel so bad for the dude, man. He's still so young, and he's he's one, he's one of the good guys. You yeah, know? he's a good and dude, he, and, and yeah. I'm sure you saw like them backstage. He's like, you know, they were super cool yeah. to each other and very respectful. Okay, let me get this call from Jose. Alex Perea signed with the UFC was the Alex Coop. Yes, it was. Yeah. That was Alex Coop. Um, it wasn't signed with the UFC. It was the Andres Mikalevich fight? That's the scoop he had. Yeah, that's the scoop. He said Khalil versus Menifield or uh, Knight. Yeah, I mean, those fights both make sense. I think Menifield will be a good fight. That's the fight I was thinking about. They both kind of like look very similar. They both fought really well in their last fights. And he was on a sun cell. Haven't heard anything. I mean, uh, he was supposed to fight uh, uh, Kyler Phillips and got injured. Um, mm -hmm. And then haven't heard anything. But kind of like the gatekeeper 135. Okay, we got to talk about it. Now, you called it, Marcel. Patty Pimlet beats Luigi Fender. I was wrong about this one because I picked Luigi, but... It sure looked like Luigi was on his way to knocking this guy out in the first minute or two of the fight. And I don't know what's going on here with Luigi. It's like, it seems like maybe his durability is not great because he's been knocked out twice the UFC. But I feel like this guy's not a bad fighter and he's one in three now. But Patty knocked him out good, man. I got to give Patty credit. It was a nice, nice win. Great, great finish and well deserved 50,000, obviously. And the guy really betting himself, guys. Like, he took a lesser contract from the UFC than what he was making in Cage Warriors. And, and I think the bet paid off. This was a big win for this guy. Um, the only thing is, I'll say, I just caution people, there's going to be a lot of hype behind him now. And you see a lot of the media promoting this guy, which I don't necessarily agree with um, the media promoting certain fighters. I don't like that. I think that you should promote the sport and all the fighters, not just certain ones. But it seems sure seems like, the, like there's a lot of the media that are really gung-ho for this guy to succeed. And he's definitely got that the Conor McGregor style of like uh, talking and stuff. But I still don't know how good this guy is, Marcel, honestly. Um, he got rocked really hard. He did show a good chin, but I think he fights someone better. Like, if he fights the Baja Mondes guy, I don't know if that fight goes well for him. So just give me your thoughts on Patty Pimblet, Marcel, because I know, obviously, yeah, you guys have had some uh, some you know talks the last few weeks. 
I come back on that media thing after I give my uh, my uh, my view on the fight. Luigi rocked him, man. But he made a terrible decision in taking him down. I, I don't know why he did that. And Paddy could uh, recoup from that. And he came back. And it's a good comeback win from Paddy. But you got to be critical at it as well. And not because I have uh, had, a, had a, how do you say that, a fight with Paddy. But he didn't look good at all in this in the beginning of the fight but he came back very well he has a big heart and uh, he overcame adversity and he finished um so good for him good debut you know the thing that really bothers me is the media and i told you that as well um certain people i'm not going to say any name but you just have to look at twitter and uh, those people have like six or seven tweets behind each other over Patty. it's like you already gave Luigi almost zero coverage and they up come to this fight, you know, and now you're like, uh, man, these guys on our paddies nuts, and it's absolutely crazy, you know. They are just, they are so afraid that he becomes somebody big in the UFC, and then they're kind of saying like, yeah, I was on him from the beginning, and they want an interview and that kind of stuff. Let's cut, let's cut the crap, guys. I mean, was a good comeback win, uh, solid performance, uh, not really solid, but a good comeback win. I don't mind he got the 50k. I mean, he, he got a good debut uh, from that win. But what's with these people, man? Um, I saw, did you saw this with Terrence McKinney when he knocked out Mark uh, Favola at eight seconds? Not yeah. like this. No, no, I didn't. Sorry, I thought you meant that Terrence McKinney called him out or something. Yeah, yeah I know. That's a sick fight. That would be a great yeah. fight, too. Yeah. But but that you saw the media no. coverage from McKinney. No. I mean, yeah, you know what I mean? It's just like, it doesn't make sense to me, you know? And I understand why they do it, but it really pisses me off, to be honest. And it's not because it's Paddy. I don't mind, you know. Yeah. But uh, I would say that with anybody else as well. And they, they are trying to create some kind of a thing that he is like, um, he's, he's like Conor McGregor too, you know, the new Conor McGregor. That's what they're trying to make. And that's just stupid, you know. The guy is not Conor McGregor too. The guy is Paddy Pimblett, and he is on his own. Uh, he's trying to build his own legacy. And... Uh, Actually, putting more pressure on the dude than 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 he already has, you know. So yeah. I don't know, but guys, if you don't know what I mean, go to Twitter, uh, check certain people's accounts. I'm not gonna say any account, but you pretty much know who got, which guys I'm tra- talking about, and they're going nuts, man. I mean, yeah, come I, don't, on, you're, you're, I don't know about this. You got to be a little bit more unbiased. Like yeah. I'm Canadian, yeah, and you know, we had GSP, he's the greatest fighter. I don't remember us. Me and James and stuff going on about this guy every fight. That's and Jesus, he's the fucking greatest fighter of all time. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, I, I was I, I was talking to my to my dad on Saturday about it. That's like, dude, I, I see sometimes people from certain media is like from their country and they're going crazy. It's like you got to be unbiased, man, in your in your coverage of the sport. You know, if you want to be in the media, you want to be a journalist or a reporter, you got to be unbiased, in my opinion. You know, and you you will never see me. Uh, how do you say that? Uh, cheering for a Dutch fighter on Twitter or yeah. on social media. You don't see that. Of course, I'm happy if a Dutch fighter wins. For the country, it's great, you know. And for Dutch sport and MMA, it's perfect, you know. But yeah. for example, I can give you an example with Denise Kielholz last time out against Juliana Velasquez. The fight was super close, you know. Velasquez won. In my opinion, I thought Kielholz had three rounds, but it was close. So no bother, you know, but there are many people over here in the Netherlands, also media members, who go crazy about it. It's like, oh, it's a robbery, blah, blah, blah. You're biased. You know, you can still say it. You can say it's a controversial decision and, no, and everybody will agree with you that it was a controversial decision, you know, but you can't say it's a robbery because then you're biased, in my opinion. And that's something I see a lot right now. 
and it's kind of it's kind of bothering me and it's not good it's not a good uh, thing that we, we see that more often uh, for example from you i never see that from you and that's why i respect you as well before for that you no. never do that i don't do that it's not at all man you know like sure there's super. there's fighters that i like you know personally but yeah, that, me to me it's like I, that doesn't come at all into my play when i'm analyzing fights and i feel like it does seep out with a lot of the, the journalists especially for the british journalists and i get it they like the guy they need a guy like this from their you know to be a next big star but i don't know man it's just it's it's a little bit too much in my opinion i do think there's a little yeah. bit too much by uh favoritism shown towards this guy and the fact that luigi had like literally no coverage that kind of shows it to you let me get these questions guys i apologize let me get these questions jose says patty went from 80k to 430k talk about bringing nice no doubt at least on his instagram followers or twitter followers something the guy could be a big star. I, 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 I mean, get that, I, but I mean, me, it's like Ariel Hawani tweeted like he has lots of uh, Instagram following. Got to follow him on this account. I mean, Ariel I don't know about that. Yeah, to me, it's like yeah. it's it's kind of strange yes. that the media is promoting this guy's social media account. Oh, that's, that's really bizarre, actually. Yeah. Like, go follow this guy on Twitter. That's so weird. Go follow him on Instagram. That's kind of I, I understand he got it deleted, but still, like, anyways. Um, for some reason, I th I thought uh, I could see Patty climbing featherweight uh, faster and light lightweight. Probably, but I don't think he's going back to featherweight anytime soon. It's, he's growing into his frame at 155. I think he's going to stay in this weight class for a while. By the way, Owen says everyone's going to turn on Patty the second he loses. Probably, just like they did to Connor, right? Um, that's the thing. You just got to watch the type. Marcel, you heard a rumblings about the next Sugar Show opponent. You got anything, Marcel? Any hint or anything? <laughs> it's again what I hear. It's uh, again a non top 15 guy. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's Lewis Smoka again, guys. That's the fight. No, I'm kidding. I honestly don't know. I don't know. Marcel won't tell me, so I don't know. Um, Patty versus Grootsbacher. Grootsbacher just got booked. Who's he fighting? He's fighting someone, right? Um, he's fighting. Let me check. Yeah, he's, I think he's on the on the December fight. Yeah, he just got booked for a fight. Claudio Puelas. Yeah, Puelas, and I think that's a tough fight for him. Puelas is very, very good too. Yeah. Um, underrated. Ismagulov Mustafa is a great fight. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Love winner him. gets winner. I mean, really, they both should be in the top fifteen. Mustafa knocked out Fiziev. Everyone forgets that he also mm -hmm. almost beat Riddell. It was a close fight. Sean Shelby thinks still don't know um, Jose. <laughs> Again, you know this is something that I was told about a couple of weeks ago, um, but I haven't heard anything since then. So I apologize, man. It's not like I'm, I'm making something up. I was told this article was supposed to come out like two weeks ago, hasn't. But uh, we'll see what happens. Um, let's go through the rest of the fights here. Molly McCann defeats Xi on Kim. I was wrong with this one. You know, I thought that Kim's ten-inch reach would really play a factor, but it didn't. McCann way too aggressive, always in her face. Meatball won this fight, Marcel, for sure. And I think she won 30-27. I don't agree with giving Kim the first round because it wasn't a knockdown. It was a head clash of heads, not a headbutt, clash of heads, accidental. And to me, the judges should know better than that. And because they were told by Jason Herzog, it was not a knockdown. So to me, it's like, okay, she didn't get knocked down. She got outstruck. To me, it, it should have been 30-27. Either way, she won the fight. Um, what do you think? I gave Molly the first and the third round. I gave Kim the second round. But but still, good performance by Molly McCann came forward for 50 minutes, and Kim didn't know how to keep her distance, and she let Mo Molly Kim in, in, inside. And Mo Molly is just Molly's relentless. She she keeps coming forward. She has that uh, yeah that scars of mentality as well, you know, uh, hard hitting, come forward, doesn't doesn't care if she gets hit, you know, she just comes forward, and I respect that, you know. And Molly is a very nice person as well, so really cool for her. She gets the 50k, I think. Uh, she she worked hard for it, you know. Um, Kim Kim didn't look good at all, in my opinion, man. I, I think she only cut like twenty percent of her striking uh, connected uh, from from the other percent, which is not good. And I expect ten inch reach advantage, man. And you don't do anything with it. It's kind of 
it's not really good, you know. And this was an unranked fight between two unranked girls. So, I mean, it doesn't look really good for Kim at all, in my opinion, this one. So, yeah, we'll see. And she actually, she did a lot better against Alexa Grosso. That's a funny thing, you know. I yeah. think she did much better. And that's why I also thought that she could uh, give Molly a, a run for money. But uh, no, not at all. I think good win for Molly, deserved win. And uh, I'm happy for Molly. She finally got a win after what, what was the last time? 2018 in Boston, I think, against Belbita. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, no, no doubt. All right, Jack Shore defeats Ludovic Shalinian. My decision. A lot of people thought he'd finish Ludwig, and he had that arm triangle in the first round, but Ludwig, very tough. And we talked about Marcel. I, was, I wasn't sure if he could finish this guy because this guy is very tough. Um, we it saw that strong. in Ultimate Fighter. Uh, I thought Shore looked good, but I'm just saying, you know, Ludwig is – he's not that bad. You know what I mean, guys? Like, he's not a scrub. The odds were a little bit probably disrespectful towards him, but at the end of the day, Jack Shore is just a really good prospect. It's time Jack gets a top 15 guy, though, right, wouldn't you say? Yeah, for sure, man. You didn't call my joke, right? I didn't hear what you said. Sorry, I apologize. What did you say? I, I said you wasn't sure if he was going to finish him. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, man, he almost had him, but he didn't have to have the space because the cage was uh, right there, so he couldn't, uh, couldn't uh, get the, the space to finish him. Um, the thing is, here, Jack Shaw is actually a real good, good fighter, man. I think he's really all around, and I think this is the thing. This is a guy... I see making uh, waves in the top 15 soon, you know? Yep. And this is the guy who gets almost zero coverage, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Really like, this guy, you know, you talk about a guy from that part. Of, I know he's from Wales, obviously, but mm-hmm. you talk about a guy from, I guess, Great Britain um, or United Kingdom or whatever they call it, uh, that all yeah. the area. Um, Just in UK, yeah. UK. This is the guy, probably, you know? And Aspinall, mm-hmm. I think. These are the guys who should be all the coverage. I mean, Patty's good. Don't get me wrong. I get it. Patty talks for but... Jack Shore is really good. I think what it's four zero now in the UFC. He's like twenty six years old. This guy is phenomenal. Um, he also said he was injured going into this fight, guys. Yeah, bicep tear. I saw that, Daniel. Um, so he, he hurt himself going into the fight. But you know, I think that possibly played the way into him kind of point fighting that third round, which you don't love to see. But at the same time, the guy was injured apparently going into the fight, and he did what he had to do to win. I think it's time for a top fifteen guy. Um, I you know a fight like Cody Stamen that'd be something interesting. A guy that can maybe stop his takedowns and keep it on the feet. That'd be an interesting fight. Um, I think it's time he gets a guy in the top 15. Let me get some comments, guys. Um, I agree with you. Yeah, look, what's said the same thing. Cody Stamen or Yadong, that'd be a good fight too. Yadong's only 22, isn't it? Or 23, I guess. That's crazy. I mean, that guy's he's got like 10 fights now in the UFC. They're not going to him. Hey, 10th round. He says he's not going to pull him because he's like, Marab can't finish fights. You do need to finish fights. I agree completely. Um, I do think Ludwig's a very tough dude. I think he's very hard. No one's finished him before. So I don't it's think you're going to get Ludwig, man. Yeah, he's not bad. He's not bad, guys. And He's an Ali Abdelaziz guy, so he'll get another fight in the UFC, I would assume. I think he should fight Brady Highstand, the two Ultimate Fighter guys. That would be a great fight. Both very tough dudes coming off losses. That would be a fun fight. Um, there's some other comments there about the Jordan fight, which we'll talk about. And uh, Jose asked some questions about uh, Gregor Gillespie. Haven't heard anything lately. Um, Tony Ferguson moved to Walter. I mean, he has to do something differently. Groomer Gamrot deserved the hooker fight over Nazareth. Yeah, I think they just, at this point, they were like, they need to get someone to fight. Um, for that date, September 25th, and Nazareth was the guy that, that could take the fight. All right, let's talk about this fight. Julian Arosa comes back and defeats Charles Jordan in the third round by submission. Again, Marcel, another Darce choke. I, I looked at his resume. I think this is his fourth or fifth Darce choke now, guys, including two in his last four fights. So this is his specialty, this choke. Um, you know, Arosa is a guy that I always bet against or pick against. I didn't bet against him this time. Because Jordan is a little flaky himself, so I just kind of stayed away. But I did bet in the fight not going the distance, and 
I wasn't sure for a while there. I'm like, oh my God, is this fight really going to go three rounds? And then, of course, it finally finished. I, you know, Julian Rosa, you got to give the guy credit. Marcel, he's really turned his career around. I mean, this is a guy that he's been, this is his third time in the UFC, guys. Uh, and, you know, if, third time, if he doesn't make it this time, he's gonna, he'll never come back. Um, and this time around, he's three and one. I know he got knocked on his last fight by Choi, and that's one of the reasons I picked against him here because recent knockout loss is never a good thing. But he did get dropped once again, survived it. And I think, you know, Jordan made a mistake by not by not trying to finish him. He let him back up and just went back to like it was just like a regular fight. He could have he rocked him. He should have tried to finish him. But I mean, man, Arosa with that choke. It's just like it reminded me very much of the Sean Woodson fight. Give me your thoughts on it, man. Adam, I tell you, eight days notice, submission win, third round, Darsh choke. No performance of the night bonus. Like I, that's unbelievable. I this guy really. I don't know what else he has to do. I'm looking at his. Okay, he didn't win uh, fight of the night or performance tonight for the Woodson fight. The, the Nate Landwehr fight, he didn't get a bonus, and he knocked him out with a flying knee in like a minute. I, this guy is, you know what, man? This guy, I got to give him credit, Marcel. He steps up, he takes fights, really tough fights, and he's he's looked good lately, man. You know what the funny thing is, actually? He got in the Woodson fight, and the fight he was losing, man, I he's remember. dominating that fight, completely dominating. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then he gets the performance, and now he's actually – Fought a good fight, and I think it was one-one going into the third. But he fought a yeah. good fight, you know. And now he doesn't get the performance bonus. Doesn't make sense. It feels like the UFC loves comebacks or something. I, I don't know. Yeah, but, I've um, noticed that too. Like that Kennedy and Chekwu, I, I love the guy. But a few months ago, when he fought Daniel Marquez and getting yeah. dominated for ten minutes, comes back to the third round and gets a bonus performance of the night. I don't agree. If they have a bonus, you know, if they want to make one for comeback of the night, like they maybe they could do that. Yeah. But to me, it's like if the guy's getting his ass kicked for 10 minutes and then comes back with three rounds, is that really the best performance in the night? Anyways. You, you remember Ankalaev against Craig, uh, yeah. where Ankalaev dominated four minute, 40, 40 minutes and 50 seconds of the round, and then Craig subs him, and he got also performance of the night bonus. But, I mean, that's what I mean. The Yoshi lost comeback. About Erosa, he looked good, man. I think very competitive fight, very fun fight to watch. Um, yeah. And, yeah, Jordan made a mistake. He, he, he stood up, and he didn't watch his neck. And Arosa was so quickly with sliding that arm under his neck and getting the dark choke. It was fully locked in. And uh, yeah, perfect performance from Arosa. Eight days notice at 150 catch weight fight. He couldn't, he was, I think he was super happy uh, when he took the fight uh, and he, he cut down to 150. Um, I think perfect performance from Arosa, man. A huge props to, be, to do taking that fight because Jordan isn't a bad fighter at all. And uh, yeah. Uh, it's it's I, crazy. I really, like this guy's putting together a decent resume. It's not great, but he's yeah. got you know, some good wins. Like Jordan's not bad. Landwehr with I mean, these guys aren't great fighters, but they're not bad. Jamal Emmers, like these are some decent names on his resume. So he's an underrated guy. Let me get these comments, guys. Russia should always fight in short notice. It sure seems like he does better when he just doesn't have to like think about the fight. I guess I don't know. Uh, he actually he's the king of the 150 pound weight class. By the way, <laughs> I don't think he's getting fed. TJ, oh, which fight are you guys? Oh, sorry, uh, TJ. Uh, he's fighting. Who's he fighting again? Marcel uh, Laramie. Malsnik, yes, that's a brutal fight for him. I love TJ again, you know, but <laughs> I'm not biased, man. The guy's probably going to lose that fight. I, he's Canadian. I, I I should be rooting for the kid because all the other journalists love rooting for their hometown guys. But for me, it's like. Looking at it, Marcel, like this is a guy who's probably gonna he's probably gonna get knocked out. You know what I mean? Like it's not a good fight for him. Um, hey Daniel, I missed your comment. He said sure, not getting the finish. I know, you know, it's it's tough sometimes, guys. That's why I kind of stay away from from those uh, props sometimes, you know. But there's fights like <laughs> Jordan, which I don't think was ever going the distance. Uh, Marcel, any thoughts on who Taporia is preparing for? 
Uh, any you know about that? Is it is it Evlov? Yeah, is that the fight? Is yeah, it Moss or Evlov? I can't I can't say it, but it's a good fight. What what, what uh, card is he on? Can you tell us that? What card he's fighting on? Uh, he's he's fighting. I know he's fighting in December. So. Okay, December. Okay, okay. Uh, well, I mean, you guys can look at the top fifteen. You can see who's out there in the top fifteen. Bryce Mitchell's there. Um, Sadiq Yusuf's there. Barboza's there. There's a few other guys. So I don't know. I agree with this by Tristan too. He says Barboza or Arosa's chin's better at one fifty. I agree. It sure seems like he can take more damage with that without cutting that extra weight. Woodson versus Melsic, TJ versus England make more sense. I kind of agree with that too. Yeah, Woodson and England's kind of an interesting. Probably the loser gets cut. I like England, but man, he, he didn't look too good in his last fight. Um, last fight in the card, Marcel. We'll talk about it quickly. Uh, my boy, Mark Andre Barrio. Once again, Marcel, this guy, one of the most improved middleweights in the UFC, defeats Dalcha, Lingu, and Bula. Great fight. Um, really fun fight to kick off the card. Uh, both guys just basically it's like a Mark Andre Barrio fight, man. A lot of fight fighting gets the in the clinch up against the fence, a lot of you know, punching each other in the face for 15 minutes and the cardio once again, Marcel is the difference. Give me your thoughts on Mark Andre Barrio's win. Yeah, he's, he needs to change his nickname from Power Bar and Duracell, man, because the dude kept coming, he kept going forward. His cardio is crazy. Uh, it's so yeah, good. It's, it's nuts, you know, and it, he's he's taking some hard shots, but he's landing a lot more. You know, adults, I was really looking for that one punch knockout, and Barrio was just going forward, punching, uh, and all. I was really, I really like what I saw, man, from Barrio. I think this is his third, third win in a row. Um, yeah, really good, man. And since he's with Sanford, he's looking very good, man. Again, again, a guy who was with Sanford. That seems so ridiculous. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. crazy. I, I, I just started looking ahead at the next card. There's like a few fighters on the next UFC card. They're from Sanford, so I, you guys can kind of know where I'm going with that one. Um, I love that gym. They're, they're really training guys really well there. Hopefully at December fourth card, that card shape you up nice for sure. That's a nice finite card. Um, and then the week after is two sixty nine. Papirius Ige Evlov versus Emmett calling now. There you go. I mean Emmett's really underrated. It's it doesn't get talked about enough. Um, any more thoughts on this card, Marcel? Before we move on, uh, Brunson Till. Any more last thoughts? No, it was a good. Was it was an okay card? Not amazing. Also not bad. Just an okay card. I like. And, and again, we should we forgot to mention. Um, uh, Jonathan Martinez missed weight and the fight got canceled with Marcelo Rojo. That was going to be such a good fight. I was so sad yeah. when that fight got canceled because we, we were already down to 10 fights and then that got scratched. You think they cut Jonathan Martinez, Marcel? I mean, this guy can't even make weight now. Like, this is the second time he's missed weight, didn't make it to the fight. Do you think he might get released or do you think they'll rebook the fight? Any thoughts? They're probably going to re either rebook it or give him another fight at 145, I think. To, uh, yeah, yeah, I think so too because he can't make. It sure seems they can't make 135. And he did fight uh, Almeida at 145 and look good. Um, mm -hmm. Hot take from Jose. He says, if it wasn't for VJ's activity, Tyson Mob would have been a nightmare for the top five guys. I don't even think that's a hot take, Jose. I was so high on uh, Maryback Tyson Mob. Uh, I saw him fight in M1 like over 10 years ago. And I, I thought the guy was really good. He looked amazing in the UFC, except for the fight with Michelle Prezeris where he got taken down. Other than that, he looked amazing. And it's just unfortunate that, you know, his career just kind of fizzled out, I guess you could say, Marcel. Like, he was good, eh? Yeah, it was good, man. I think um, I I remember he fought here in Rotterdam where he knocked out Felipe Silva in the within thirty seconds of KO. Um, <coughs> a good fighter, man. But uh, I think his most recent fight he lost to uh, Carlos Diego Ferreira, right? Yeah, he did lose that fight. But that's a tough fight too, man. That guy's yeah, really good. True. But oh, but that, that, is, that was a, that was a stop of a competition, you know. So, uh, but I'd love to see Tyson from Batman. I think he's a great fighter. Very very fun to watch as well. He is, he is. Uh, London car was stacked for all the cancellation. I agree. I mean, and again, it kind of sucks that, you know, all these fighters like Till and McCann didn't fight in front of their hometown. 
They ever make way for gameweight contender series, including the guy yes. who stepped in the short notice. There you go. Yes, is the answer. We'll talk about contender series tomorrow. We'll preview it tomorrow. Um, yeah, I mean, we don't have much else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we'll, we'll, I'll be here tomorrow with Marcel. We might not go the full hour, but we'll preview the five fights. Um, I'm looking forward to that. But let's talk about – I just have the uh, the last week's card out because I didn't get your thoughts on this. So let's talk about the five fights and Dana White – or sorry, excuse me, four fights. And Dana White gave me you know, five contracts, which was kind of um, new, I guess you could say. Let's, let me get your thoughts on these, on these fights. So we'll start at the card with uh, AJ Fletcher knocked out Leandro uh, Leonardo Damiani. Um, let me get uh, sorry. Let me get Tristan's comment. No early prediction. I just started looking at this fight. I can't give you a prediction. I'm gonna tell Marcel to wait on that. We'll be back. That prediction is next Tuesday, so we'll, we'll wait for then. I, I just want to give you the right my right call. I honestly don't know right now. I do know that Smith is favored. That makes sense, but Span is very good. Um, Riddell versus Fizio is a threat. Yeah, I mean that fight. The winner of that fight is going to be you know a top ten oh, guy. Training partners. Yeah, and they are four training. I'm surprised. I don't know if you saw Danny Rube. He goes yeah. there's yeah. a tweet and he said last year he's like he's like they will never fight each other. And he's like, well, this didn't age very well. You know, listen, like the UFC probably gave both guys a little bit extra money to take the fight. It's a great fight. Um, I hope yeah. they got new contracts. I love the fight. Now, give me your thoughts, okay, on uh, AJ Fletcher because this kid to me is uh, very good. Knocks out Leonardo Damiani with a flying knee. Uh, highlight real finish gets a UFC contract. I think this kid's going to be good, Marcel. What do you think? Dude, look fucking solid, man. What can I say else? I mean, he knocked him out with a flying knee. Sorry, Al. We have to say it. Sorry, dude. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, he looked good. Um, it was a great way to open the contender series, honestly, man. You know, first fight, uh, flying knee knockout. Um, yeah, what, what else can you say? He's, he's undefeated. He's from Louisiana. Um, he looked good. I'm really looking forward to what he's going to do in the UFC next, man. I, I think he, I, I kind of have high hope for him. So, yeah. I like the kid, too. Um, I'm just curious if he, what, what weight class he stays at. Because I think this was at 170, but I know he's fought, uh, I think, at 155 before, too. So, I don't know. I mean, it, it seems like he's kind of built into his frame now, 170. Anyways, the guy's good. He's definitely good, and I'm glad they signed him. You know, it's crazy. I'm just looking at his resume right now. I mean, he, as a pro, he's 9-0. Uh, most of his wins by stoppage. I'm just looking at his amateur experience. He fought on the LFA three card Span and Giles. He was on that card as an amateur, which is, and then we just talked about Ryan Span a second ago. So it's a small world, man. Um, you never know who's going to like really emerge from the, these undercards on these on these smaller shows, uh, LFA that's, or whatever. And that's why that's I love it. I always tell people yep. if you have to take it for a show, go from the beginning. I agree completely. Yeah. There. In 10 yeah. years, you may be thinking, like, damn, dude, this is a UFC champion or a Bellator champion now. And yeah, I was at this amateur fight. You know, Bro, the, the first card I ever saw in, uh, in Ontario was the first card they ever did in Ontario um, in 2012. Jordan Mean and Josh Berkman was in the main event. I, so I saw Jordan fight a few times in Ontario, but also on the card was Misha Serkinov. I think it was like his fourth fight. No one knew who Misha was at that point. I saw him fight like the first, like one of his first fights. And obviously he didn't turn out to be a great fighter, but I mean, he's still in the UFC, so he's not he's not bad at all. Um, just a couple more fights. We'll give, your thought, we'll give our thoughts on guys and we'll take your comments. Victor Alta Morano defeats Carlos Candelier by split decision. I mean, it was a close fight. I thought Carlos won, but Dana White gave contracts to both guys. They needed flyweights, Marcel. I told you the winner was getting a contract, but I didn't expect the loser to, too. Um, I'm okay with it, though. What do you think? I think Candelario won, so I'm actually happy Dana gave contracts to both guys. Um, actually, man, it's it's great because if Candelario won, Alta Morano wouldn't have got a contract probably because Dana also said. But on the other side, it sucks for Candelario to lose that oh, you know, because he was undefeated. I should have been still. But good, man. I, I really liked the fight. It was a really good fight. And uh, I'm happy both guys got the contract. Yeah, I agree. Um, there's two more fights here. Joe Anderson, Brio defeats Diego Lopez. Technical decision. 
Guy looked good. Man, I mean, there were some crazy submission attempts from Lopez. This guy showed amazing submission defense. Um, it was a good fight, Marcel. I, I was kind of hoping they would just run it back, honestly, because it was a close fight. But if they gave him a contract, they gave him a contract. I have no problem with that. I, I hope they give Lopez one more fight in the Terry Series. Any thoughts on Brito? Yeah, Brito looked good, looked good in my opinion. Uh, we'll see with Lopez, man. I'm, I'm hearing he had um, he had a knee injury or whatever. I don't know for sure whatever it else was, but. Uh, yeah, man. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, I like I like Brito. He looked really good, but uh, it was a weird, it was a weird uh, sequence, right, with stoppage and uh, yeah. going to the technical decision, not scoring the last round because it was only thirty seconds in. So uh, we got a really weird twenty nine twenty eight kind of thing. With uh, I was like, where's the point deduction? And then I was remembering, like, yeah, we we're only thirty seconds in the round. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, I thought ten ten was fine, and then take off the point ten nine. So good, good call. And then the last fight, obviously the main event, as Matt um, Merzikanov defeats Matthias Scheffel. I mean, this I don't even know why they made this fight. Honestly, like Scheffel gets knocked out every time he loses, and you're fighting a guy who knocks everyone out. This was such a bad matchup for this dude. Uh, yeah, I mean, Merzikanov is is good. <laughs> Marcel, he's very good. What do you think? I always tell you, man, when I don't understand sometimes you see if you want to sign a guy, sign a guy and don't let him fight. Yeah, maybe it's because that the contract is cheaper or whatever. If they get him fire contender series, I don't know. But um yeah, man, this was this was actually one one of the most easiest picks. I know disrespect yeah. to Matthias Shaffer, you know, yeah. but as a member of Sakanov, we know how he fights. Uh, he, he won the open weight tournament in Brave. And uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, what is next for him. Guys, damn good. Let me get these comments, guys. I apologize. Um, Owen says, Fiz, uh, Fidel Fiziev could make main event, obviously. I mean, that's a great fight. I, it's not... What card is it on again? 264. December 4th. December 4th. Okay, it's on that card. Uh, thoughts on Connor, <clears throat> Valerie, the Raider, following, following each other on Instagram? <laughs> I have no idea, man. I don't follow that stuff. That's so funny you said that, though. Uh, the every fight between Lucas and Port scheduled for September 14th. All right, awesome. Um, yeah, it's actually six fights on that card now. That sucks that uh, Lorenzo Hood, I think, he he's not going to get yeah. a chance now. That's that's too bad. Um, you guys know what weight class Junior Taffa will compete in. At, we, I think you asked us that last week. I'm not too sure. I, 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 I mean, think heavyweight, but could be like he heavyweight. Well I, I think yeah. he might try 205, you know. Him and his brother, they both. His brother's heavyweight, dude. yeah. They're both big dudes, though, I mean, obviously. But maybe you can make 205. Um, Buck, yeah, I, it's funny he says this. Buckley started the head kick, this is true. So, Buckley knocked out Kasangane, and then the Chirico knocked out Buckley. And now, Al Hassan knocked out, knocked out the Chirico. So, who's Al Hassan fighting now that's to knock him out with a head kick? Because he's getting knocked out with a head <laughs> kick, obviously. Um, what else we got here? Quick thoughts on this. Uh, Pavlovich, Boser, Nas. If you, you want me just to rank those guys, I mean, I feel like that's actually not a bad ranking. Um, I think honestly, I'm probably lower on Felipe than any of those guys. Nasa Mental is probably a little higher than Boser, but I think Pavlovich definitely of those five guys in the top one. I would say um, Tate versus oh yeah, Tate Vieira. <sighs> don't love that as the main event. I mean, it's it's it fight makes sense, but it's a people don't want to see that fight for five rounds. I I can't. I think it's gonna be ugly if it gets to the fourth and fifth round, honestly, because uh, man, Vieira's gas is so hard in her fights, guys. Like she really does. She has a chance to win early, but. It sure seems you know like giving her, uh, giving Tate a uh, reasonable matchup. What are you gonna say? You know what sucks even more? If that fight falls through, we probably got home against Dumas in events. <laughs> yeah, Same thing. I know. Um, there was some other stuff that happened on the weekend. I want to get your thoughts on this. I didn't watch the card, but I know one champ, one championship had some sketchy stuff that happened. Yeah. Uh, Sohi mm -hmm. Ham, uh, I think she won her fight by split decision. Former UFC fighter. 
Yeah. And now Chatri Sityudong is coming out saying that we're going to, you know, take a look at this decision because her opponent complained. Uh, Denise Zambuanga, who is uh, a favorite, I guess you could say, of one championship. Um, this is not the first time they've kind of did this where they've looked at uh, a decision. I don't think it's a bad thing that they're kind of going back and looking at the calls these judges are making, or the referee in the case of the Alvarez fight with the back of the head, which was a terrible call by the ref. I don't think it's a bad thing necessarily, Marcel, but the problem is one oversees everything. It's not like there's an independent athletic commission, guys. So it's kind of sketchy. What do you think? That's the thing. He says one championship uh, committee. Which committee? Is it himself? Who is it? Well, nobody knows. You know what I mean? It's very in the dark. So, no, I don't think it's a good thing. If it's if it's overseen by a commission, and you do people in the commission checking it and whatever, that's okay. But now it's like the promoter doesn't like what happened, and now we're going to overturn this thing. Yeah. And the thing is, with in my opinion, I thought Zambuanga won as well. But don't get me wrong, I thought she won as well. So we have got the decision. On the other hand, man, so we have got fucked so many times in the UFC by back rollings and by Daniela Taylor, where she clearly won, in my opinion, both fights, and she got mm-hmm. robbed in those two fights. And now she finally is on a good side of a wrong decision, and yeah. I want to take it back from her, you know. But uh, still, I mean, the thing is, if this was done by a commission of, of, a, of, of a state letter commission or whatever, I wouldn't mind, you know. But if this is done by somebody from one championship, we already favor those uh those fighters from that kind that team where Zambuanga is fighting it not a good thing you know what i mean so i understand that people are happy about it because they think Zambuanga won but the way it is done is wrong in my opinion you know you got to yeah. do it uh, with a uh, with an unbiased commission who can uh, oversee stuff and not just one championship uh, officials who are going to watch this like nah actually we want Zambuanga going further because you cannot be taken seriously if you do that, you know, and uh, that that's just my opinion. I, I I agree. I actually agree with you. Like I said, I don't think it's a bad thing that they they do have some sort of like, um, you know, process in place for when a judge mm-hmm. or a, a referee messes up. But the problem is, I think it's what it's Chaudhry looking at. It, it's Rich Franklin looking at it. Like they work for one. You know what I mean, Marcel? So they might screw. They might be like, hey, we thought that the other girl won the decision, and then they might they might screw over him here. I, I don't know. Tenth Realm's asking Giga versus uh, Zombie. That would be such a good fight. I mean, Zombie's very durable. That would be a fun fight. Any thoughts? My choice. That's your choice? There you go. So that's your fight. Um, There were some other events this weekend. I think there was a Fury uh, Fighting Championship, which is a a really good um, promotion, I would say, at this point. Definitely a good promotion. There was some creep. Pardon? Yes. What happened to KSW? I didn't catch it. What happened? I didn't see it. I uh, I saw I saw the main event and I saw Darko Stilicic, but I haven't. Did he win again? Did Darko win? Sorry? Did Darko win again? That's a good decision. He's um, been hot there, man. He's looked really good since he left the UFC in, in Poland, I think. I'm looking at the card um, right now. So we had Ro- Roberto Soldrick won again in the, in yeah. the third round. You think he gets to the UFC event like now? He finally? still has two fights on his, he still two fights. Two fights on his contract. So maybe after that. Uh, yeah. And that was a. Yeah. I'd love to see him in the UFC. I'm just looking at the odds. Yeah, Stolchers was a big favorite. Pardon? You saw the glory knockout about a Yeah, so I was going to ask you about that quickly, too. What did you think of that? Because he was getting, or he's dominating the opponent and then got kicked with a lead head kick, which a lead high kick. Never seen that, really. I mean, it's a kickboxing move, obviously, but unbelievable, Marcel. Crazy. He knocked down Rosa three times via body shots, you know, and it was in, in two separate rounds. So it wasn't Crazy. an official PKO. And uh, after that, uh, Rosa went for a Hail Mary 
high kick and he landed it looked crazy i never saw something like that i remember i actually was watching the ufc and i was watching kind of uh, the twitter feed and i was like oh butter is destroying rosak it's like okay that's yeah, pretty much what i expected you know and then i don't know i was like oh my god what happened here what happened here it's like he probably yeah. finished and right? i was looking and seeing this happening it's like what the hell is happening here you know that's crazy, crazy. insane knockout insane if you guys didn't see that go look at the clip um Powell Pollock also won that card for UFC fighter Marcel. I'm just looking at yeah, the results. He won. He won against Janikowski. Very good win, man. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I think that's going to be it. I think we got all the uh, the recap stuff from the weekend. Um, I mean, there's a lot that went on. There really was. I thought Darko was the go to destroy Jeremy Kimball. Jeremy Kimball, that guy was like, I don't even know why he was in the UFC. Jose says, unpopular opinion, but Wal Harris is better boxing technique and speed than Lucian Nagano. He has fast hands, but he has five minutes of cardio. Actually, not even five minutes. He's about three minutes of cardio. <laughs> Remember the fight with Alistair Overy? I mean, I don't want to laugh because I've well, been through a lot, but I'm, as a fighter, you, you, the guy has a no gas tank at all. Having said that, I'm glad they gave me another fight. He's been through so much the last two years. This crazy, man. Poor dude. Yeah. Pudolinic fight next. Oh, really? That They have a fight coming up? I, I mean, you know what? He didn't look terrible against me, but honestly, guys, like if he's – give him one more fight, this, this he got to win this fight. Otherwise, he's going to – Bozer knocks him out, I think. He's too fast. He's too fast. You know when they're rebooking Vanderford and, or sorry, not rebooking, but booking the fight because it was announced. Vanderford. Yeah, awesome. I don't know if you saw a picture of Pedro and her and uh, Vanderford taking a crap and someone was in Yeah, the, what the That's so weird, man. Honestly, like, uh, like I get that they're social media darlings and Paige has, you know, the only fans. Did you ever do that with your fiance? Number one, I wouldn't do that, but I'm just wondering who did they pay to take the picture? <laughs> And it must have smelled really bad in there too. Like, who, I mean, I mean, maybe they, they can. How do you say that? Uh, kind of put a timer on it, you know, and then make it. Think. <laughs> it's possible, but that's just a weird picture, man. Uh, yeah, but I don't understand why would you put that on the internet? You it's know what I mean? It's cloud chasing, man. Let me get these basketball yeah, yeah, comments. Weird, I thought Dark weird. would be a player to into a fight. Me too, but he's you know he's he's a good fighter. He had that fight with Kennedy, which was really controversial with the multiple uh, low blows. One will, one will hold a legendary kickbox tour in October. So exciting. Is this true, Marcel? I didn't yeah. I didn't hear about this. That's awesome. Yeah, you got the Petrosian is, by the way, not in the, in the tournament. He's fighting uh, for the title right. against. Okay, fair um, enough. Sauer is in the tournament. Uh, Gregorian is in the tournament. I'll, I'll watch it. I mean, and I, I love it. Also, the rumor is Dan Hardy's going to fight John Wayne Parr in one. That's the rumor. Don't know if that fight's okay. official, but we've. We've been hearing rumors about that. Yeah, that, that's been talked about. Saw James interview Kenny, Kenny Florian, and Kenny said that's what he heard too. So it'd be an interesting fight. They just got to get and see if Dan can get cleared. Last comment, the TV Sakai. Sure, if they want to do it. Why not? Sure. All right, Marcel, let's plug yourself. Let's get out of here, guys. It's still BitMarcel24, guys, on Twitter and Instagram for your amazing and legit UFC news, Bellator news, whatever news you want to have, and MMADNA.nl also on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Follow me on Twitter, guys, at Martin podcast, maodsberger.com. Uh, you can find us at iTunes, Spotify, all those places. Really appreciate you guys uh, jumping here today for the Labor Day version of the podcast. Sorry about the uh, connection issues at the beginning, uh, you yes. know, but I'm glad I was able to be uh, able to get, get fixed. Um, also, guys, <laughs> follow me at bjpen.com, miamenews.com, and uh, Elite Fantasy, Elite Sports Betting. I had a good weekend, Marcel. My, even though my picks weren't the greatest, I, I did have a nice night with my bets because I uh, had a couple underdogs, including my boy, Khalil Roundtree, with that nasty kick. All right, guys, have a great day, and I'll be back tomorrow with Marcel, 4 p.m. Eastern. Peace.